Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So in today's episode, we have such an exciting guest to share with you, Ashley Wilson. And what's really exciting about this episode is that we talk about our first ever published book called The Only Woman in the Room. This is Ashley's uh, brainchild. She authored it. She compiled it. And we're just really blessed and, and grateful to share this, this episode with you because we really get into not just about the book, but the process on how this book unfolded. And we didn't know, me and Andres, and we work with on, uh, Ashley, we, we've known each other for a couple of years now. We met each other in an event. And at that event, it was a real estate investing event, 500 people, uh, maybe, maybe 10% were women, obviously, like most events. We're all sitting there together at lunch. And this idea for this book that we're going to talk about today and we're releasing uh, really just came over Ashley as she sat with us all at lunch. And it's called The Only Woman in the Room. So it's just a really inspirational how the idea came to be. It's really when we met her, and then you can hear the, the next couple of years on how this project came together, and, and here we are to, to release it. It's really inspiring, you know, reading all the stories of 20 women sharing their journey, overcoming poverty, car accidents, and different things. It's really, really inspiring, not just for us as women, but for, you know, humans. <laughs> they're, they're really doing the work out there, but they are sometimes they are just in the, under the radar. This book is not just like an inspiration book. This is also like real estate knowledge. Those women share extremely great tips that you can apply on your business today. So enjoy the episode, get the book, and share the world out there. Enjoy. Bye. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. You ever feel like your vacation rental sits empty too often? Missing out on potential income? Look, you're not alone. Many property owners struggle with underperforming bookings and the complexities of property management. But here's some good news. Vacasa outperforms other property managers in 92% of the markets they operate. They've helped homeowners like you increase their bookings by an average of 24%, turning those empty days into profitable opportunities. Want to see what your earnings could look like with Vacasa? Visit biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V-A-C-A-S-A, and get a free personalized income estimate today. That's biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa. 
Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We have a very special episode today. We have Miss Ashley Wilson on our show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to have her on. She uh, wears lots of hats uh, with us and in life and in business as a mom and all that good stuff. And we're going to jump into all of that in a moment. But as we like to do, welcome, welcome, welcome back to our show. We're so happy that you're here with us again. Uh, and there's a lot of things you'll be doing with your time. So thank you for spending it with us. And uh, what we're all about is, you know, really empowering women to create a financially free and balanced life. And uh, these episodes are for you. We interview only women and just rock star women uh, doing amazing things in the real estate investing world or another world that can help women in real estate investing, right? So, um, Andressa, we like to always do what? Just kind of connect with the women listening. Exactly. What's popping? In What's your popping? Life? What's that? <laughs> What's popping in your life now? What's popping in my life? So, you know, I... I've been really good with meditating most days and lately there's been a lot happening for all of us. I could speak for all, all three of us on this, on this podcast episode. I know that. So today, you know, I got up early and, and just really, you know, got into my day and I love the meditation was about, was about gratitude. And I was about to scroll to the next one. Cause I'm like, Oh God, another, another thing about pot. another thing about gratitude, <laughs> nothing against gratitude. I love gratitude. I'm all about gratitude, but I'm like, what am I going to learn? You know, I've heard it all before. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It's the, it's the one I have. I got limited time. Bingo, bango. I'm going to press play. So I press play. And it was really cool actually. Cause of course, when you don't want to do something or you don't think you're going to get something out of it, you get something out of it. She taught the, the, when you start getting negative, to do a, a gratitude countdown mm. and, and to do it with someone. And I'm like, that's cool. I've never heard that before. So if I'm starting to go like down, you know, I call it negative lane, <laughs> which happens to all of us uh, multiple times. So if you're doing that, it's really great to then get into like, almost like a 10, nine, eight, like almost like a countdown of things that you're grateful for and almost to do it with someone because then they can share their, their 10, you share your 10 and you kind of get out of that space. So I haven't actually done it yet, but I wanted to share it on our podcast to just say, hey, now I'm going to invite all the women listening to, to do this because I'm like, what a great thing to share with someone because we often stay in our own heads as women. So how about we, you know, do more of that with others and next time you're negative, try that countdown. I will and I'll report back on those helpful or not so exactly i remember like when when i'm having like a breakdown right i call this all the time when i'm having a breakdown and she's like okay there is every every breakdown there is a breakthrough so my, we might have to incorporate this countdown the next one Liz. no that's actually a great idea that's a, that's a great strategy <laughs> let's see what is gonna happen how many minutes from now <laughs> no no it's all good yeah. Well, without further ado, so excited to have Ashley on this on our on our podcast. We interviewed Ashley. We'll put that episode link in the show notes. We interviewed her uh, probably about a year ago, right, Ash? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was about a year ago, and um, we have come together on a couple of different fronts. But today's episode is so special because we are rolling out and releasing our first ever published book, and Ashley is the brains behind it, who's compiled it, who's authored it, who's been, been put this amazing project together. And we're just so blessed and grateful for her and just this project. And, it's, and Ashley, I'm not going to even say the name of it. I'm going to let you do that. And then we're going to jump into Ashley's story, obviously re regroup on that, but we're going to talk about the book and most importantly, lessons that all of you can take from it, but also kind of get connected to 
uh, the message. So Ashley, I'm going to let you kind of share a little bit about who you are, and then we'll get into the book and obviously why, why, why it even came to be in your head and, and why we're actually releasing it and all that good stuff. But why don't we start simple with a little bit about you? Well, thank you once again for having me on the show to talk about the book and to talk about everything that I'm up to. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I have been investing in real estate for a little over 10 years. I've done a little bit of everything at the beginning and then I found my stride and I found my niche, so to speak, in um, single family flipping and large multifamily. However, I do have experience with uh, short-term rentals, Airbnb style, house hacking, uh, long-term rentals, a little bit of note investing, um, precious metal investing. So I've kind of done a little bit of everything on that side. And I think all of those experiences really parlayed well into what I'm doing today. I find that there's a lot of transferable knowledge, not only prior to getting into real estate, but once I was in real estate, learning about different ways in which you manage those different asset classes. There's so much information that you can take from one asset class and apply it to another asset class. So that's a very brief snapshot as to who I am. I still have a uh, flipping business with my father that we started about six years ago. And then we also purchased large multifamily properties. And that started a little over two years ago. Yeah, and on Ashley. top of everything, <laughs> right, Ash, you have two beautiful daughters and you ride horses. Yes, I am very, very blessed to have two amazing daughters and they are such an inspiration for me to be a strong role model. I had strong female role models in my life, so I want to emulate the same role models that I had uh, growing up for my daughters and you know, just for women in general. Um, and then I ride competitively. I've ridden competitively for uh, decades. I started riding when I was four and it is one of the most therapeutic. I know Liz, you were talking about meditation. For me, I can totally tune out of everything going on in the world while I'm riding because to me, it requires so much focus when you're mm -hmm. riding. Um, you're literally communicating and you're on a team with someone who can't communicate the same way that you do. Um, so I find it very um, challenging and rewarding at the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. The, so let's circle back. So you have all this going on, right? And we, we know you, you, we, you lead the uh, investor meetup, you know, in uh, Newtown Square and just you have a lot happening for you why write a book and why pull a book, not only write a book, but pull a book together with 20 other very, very busy women as well, right? So, so it's one thing to do something yourself and it's another thing to, to, to get others involved. It's a two different, right, scenarios. So what inspired you and what's the name of the book? And let's, let's talk about that. So I'll first start about what inspired me. Um, it's kind of funny how everything comes full circle. And in all honesty, you both inspired me to write the book. Um, so two years ago, approximately two years ago, we met at Dave Van Horn's Mid-Atlantic Summit in, I believe it was March or April of um, 2018. Yeah. And we were in Philadelphia and it's a 450 person conference. And 
you both had initiated a lunch for women to all the women at the conference to sit together and have lunch together, which I thought was brilliant. And I had been to other real estate events before and no one had really taken that initiative before. So, you know, I really, even though I attended the conference with my husband, I was like, I, you know, I, I got plans for lunch. <laughs> See you later. See ya. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll catch up after this. Yeah. This is important. And I, um, went to the lunch and I only knew in all honesty, I only knew a few other women at the time that were sitting at that table. And, um, when I sat down at the table, I, that's actually where I met Andressa. I sat right next to Andressa and, um, you know, I was sitting there and while everyone was talking and getting to know each other, it kind of hit me like a bus. <laughs> like <laughs> I just was like, how is it that, out of 450 people in attendance that two tables, uh, I think it was about 16 people collectively at these two tables could house all the women at this event. And I just kind of got distracted by that whole thought and that whole concept. And I have always been in situations that have been primarily, um, you know, men in the room type situations where I was a minority. So I never really took a pause to say, this is kind of strange. This is kind of a novelty that there are so few women. So while I was sitting there, I, no joke, while I was sitting there, I came up with this idea of writing a book called The Only Woman in the Room. And um, from there, I kind of looked at the situation and I said to myself, this, you know, people always talk about needing role models that have some sort of appeal that attracts you to go into a specific profession or to model your journey after. And I thought to myself, if women aren't doing this, it makes it even harder for more women to enter the space. So I didn't know at the time whether women were actually investing in real estate and that was the issue or women weren't being elevated to opportunities where they could speak on what they were doing and they were encouraged to come to these conferences because it is very intimidating to walk in a room where there's only 15 other women and there's whatever the math is on that, you know, 434 men in the room. I mean, that is very intimidating. Um, so to me, I said to myself at that very moment, and in all honesty, I didn't know that, you know, it would take the shape that it did where I thought it would be better to bring in other women and tell their stories. At the time, I just thought, I just, sitting at that table, I just said to myself, I got to do this. I just had this fire inside me that said, this is my purpose, that I need to write this book. And then after that, it really took shape in terms of, because you know how when you like look for something, it, it becomes, it, you know, um, it becomes more apparent if you like a certain car, all of a sudden, that's the only car you see on the road. It, the in psychology, <laughs> yes. So in psychology, I was a psychology undergrad. It's called self-fulfilling prophecy. And so for me, that's what started to take shape, which was all of a sudden I started to see the women that I sought out to find. Mm. And I looked at women and I said to myself, okay, is this not that this is a negative, you know, I'm not trying to be negative here, but is this a woman that, you know, um, inspires me 
intrigues me as someone that I think would be a great role model for other women. And I just took a mental note. So I kept going through for about a year, in all honesty, of all the women that I came in contact with. And I just asked myself, you know, does this fit what I'm trying to create here? And then I thought to myself, it would be so much better for every woman because part of the reason I did it was to elevate women and give women opportunities. It doesn't make sense then for me to write the entire book. It makes more sense to bring other women to the table who haven't been given those opportunities, but that are literally crushing it in real estate Mm -hmm. for them all to tell their own journey, for them to relate to other people, to provide multiple role models, because at the end of the day, it's not about me. And it never was about me. It was, just that I was, you know, I'm just the messenger and everyone else is telling their stories. So for me, I'm extremely grateful that, um, all of these women that are co-authors in the book agree to do this, agree to be so raw in the book and tell their story. And I mean, there are stories where you want to cry. There's stories where you want to laugh. There's stories where you want to just get outside and take on the world. I mean, the, the range of emotion that you have reading this book is absolutely incredible. The knowledge in the book is, I mean, in all honesty, and I'm not saying this because, you know, I'm heavily involved in the book. I'm saying this because it's, it's a hundred percent true, which is the book is so packed with knowledge and inspiration that even if I wasn't part of the book, I, it would be a book that I would read through multiple times and consult on and, you know, just really want to engage with the authors. So I remember that conference, right? I, I run the bus tour the day before and the, the day at the conference, um, I remember sitting down in the first couple of hours and looking around and feeling, wow, wow, like what, what's going on here? And we start messaging each other. So the launch was not something that, okay, we plan ahead and we're going to do this special launch. No, it was really like, I think we should get together and start a conversation about it. So in a couple of hours, I kind of started messaging everybody and I went downstairs like I need two tables like put together. And that's when we, we met. I, Patricia Redhawk sat me next to you and then we started talking and I was like, Ashley, she looks so, so pretty. And, and so <laughs> I was like, I can't imagine this woman. And then she started opening up her mouth and say everything that she does. It's like, damn, like so inspiring. And I was like, and we are all under the radar. We are not talking about it. It's not that woman does not invest in real estate. It's that we are under the radar. Mm-hmm. or we are not invisible platforms. I remember having a conversation with another investor woman there. And, and the sentence that came out of my mouth is, we need to see more women on stage. Yes. And then she said, I don't need that. I am good with, you know, I'm being very successful the way that, that it is. So I don't get more business by being on stage. And then I said, so that's not about business. This is about other women seeing other women on stage sharing what they do so they can see themselves succeeding and doing the same. 
If I don't see a role model, if the little girls don't see role models, builders, architects, wholesalers, flippers, syndicators, they won't think that as a possibility for themselves. So it's not even about me, it's about the next generation. So I was like, oh my gosh, things are clicking here. And we have a lot on our plate to take more into, you know, more deeper uh, levels, but we were really committed. Uh, the next, next time that we had a conference, um, Dave always very supportive. I don't remember how many tables we had. We had a ton of tables, mm -hmm. I think 10, 12 tables, and we didn't have more, more space. And we were on stage several times. And I think that is just one step towards where we're going. So, so Ashley, you start talking about the stories in the book and highlighting those women and what they're doing. Is there any specific story that really like hit you as a brick? In all honesty, they all do. I mean, I wish I could pick out one story and say, this is the story that this is a must read chapter, but they all have, I mean, I've been in real estate now for a while. And prior to being in real estate, I grew up with my father, who's a general contractor and my dad's a project manager. So I have a combination of the two that complements really well when you invest in real estate. So in terms of having access to um, operations and construction knowledge and business, uh, I think I, I was very fortunate in my upbringing to have that exposure, but I still gain something from every single chapter. And um, it was both knowledge and inspiration. I mean, there are stories where, you know, um, someone's talking about abuse and then there are other stories where people are talking about when um, they're in poverty and coming out of poverty and there are stories about um, giving back and being, you know, an integral part of the community and doing a greater good and using real estate as that leverage to provide that, you know, platform in which you can give back. Um, there are ways in which you can build an empire and ways in which you can manage construction that, you know, your chapter, Andressa, where you're talking about that, um, you know, there were things that I gained in that chapter that are very actionable that I could do the very next day and Liz um, building an empire, you know, there are strategic moves that you took along the way that really show your ability to scale and how you built the empire you have today. I find value in all honesty in every single chapter. And I didn't just randomly pick 19 other women to co-author. What I did was I was very um, direct on who, and, and intentional, intentional about the people that I picked because I knew they had an excellent story to tell. I knew that they were incredibly knowledgeable. I knew that they would resonate and be a, a good role model for someone. And I knew that this book will elevate them. I actually disagree with, you know, the, the story you just mentioned, Andressa, where the woman said, you know, it doesn't help her business to be on stage. It a hundred percent helps your yeah, business right? to be on, on stage. Yeah, right. On top of everything. Yeah. Exactly. The visibility is something that you can't underestimate. Marketing is the key. I mean, some people will even argue that 
some of the top real estate investors, um, you know, I won't name names here, but I, cause I don't want to discount <laughs> their, their work that they've done either. But a lot of the top real estate investors are master marketers. They're Absolutely. exceptional at marketing. And that is how they've been able to grow their platform so quickly. So to, to say that being on stage doesn't elevate you, I think is incorrect in my personal opinion and what I've witnessed. I think that the women in this book all should be not on panels. I, I, panels, we have a panels drive me crazy about panels. panels. <laughs> and it drives me nuts when someone asks me, do you want to be on a panel to talk about women in real estate investing? I'm like, oh, good. Is the other panel men in real estate investing? No, <laughs> there is no panel on men in real estate investing because it's every other panel on the, you know, at the, at the conference. So to me, all of these women deserve to be a keynote speaker. All of these women deserve to have their own topic and be on center stage, not in a breakout room. You know, um, I love bigger pockets. I absolutely love bigger pockets and I'm not trying to crush bigger pockets here with this comment, but Liz, you were on a breakout room at, at bigger pockets and it was so over full of people who wanted to hear you. There were over 400 people who flooded this room that, you know, Matt, your husband had to take some people outside. You deserve to be on the main stage. You really do. And so do you address it. And that is proof in the pudding that people want to hear women and they're just not giving these opportunities. And I thought by providing a book to someone's resume is just another tool someone you can use to propel them to get on the main stage. I love it. I'm curious, have you been struggling to keep your vacation rental booked? I totally get it. It's tough to manage and keep filled, but we found something that really works. It's called Vacasa. They've seriously changed the game for a lot of the BP audience. In almost every market they're in, Vacasa manages to fill up the calendar more than anyone else. And get this, the average Vacasa user sees about 24% more bookings than with other managers. That's a lot of extra income. Curious to see what you could be earning? You can get a personalized income estimate right there. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at what Vacasa can do for you. Check out biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V-A-C-A-S-A, biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets, and 500 of those women will be at InvestorCon 2024. It is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestorCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures, gain the knowledge and the skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with women who are playing at the same level. Time is running out, though. You just have three weeks left to get your ticket. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestorCon.com dot com today and use the code 100 podcast to get a hundred dollars off your ticket that's invest her h-e-r con dot com promo code 100 podcast to get a hundred dollars off your ticket
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's so many, there's so many pieces to like kind of go, go, we can go in a lot of different directions here, but because just the idea of having, so you were inspired that day. I think that, you know, speaking to this, I think will be helpful. So you were inspired that day and then it took you a year or two years, right? We're mm-hmm. at about two years to, to actually have that idea born into to, to something physical, right? So we're all, everyone listening this, everyone listening to this podcast, all three of us, wrestle with that all the time, right? Something is like inspires us. And then it's like, you know, especially a book that's going to inspire women to, to create financial freedom for themselves. Like this is not like, Oh, you know, just a quick read, you know, (laughs) after you're done, throw it in the trash. Like this is meant to like, right. Like, 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 really inspire a global movement, which is what we're up to with our, with our mission, what we're up to with our community here. So this is, this is something we all take really seriously, right? And really passionately. So, so this idea inspires you. And then what were those things you did? You didn't act on it quickly because it was something that was forming. You were allowing it to kind of unfold. Like what, just curious, like what was your process? What can women kind of take from that as they're being inspired by, really, really passionate ideas they have inside them, whether it's to implement in their investing business, whether it's implement in their community, everything happening in our world, right? There's plenty of people to help. So I'm just curious to, to dissect that a little bit because I think we all can learn from that. So we don't, you know, just, oh, it's an idea. We'll just put that on the shelf. So help us through a little bit of your process That's and how an, you actually got it done. That's an excellent question. I think when you get inspired by something there, are two different ways in which you take action. One is something that's very transactional. And when you're inspired by something and you act very quickly, it's typically a transactional type inspiration that comes, well, at least for me, I'm just speaking from my yeah. perspective. And then the other, um, the other way in which I'm inspired is more to your point, a movement. Um, it has a greater impact. It's longer lasting and it's, um, it's, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than, it's bigger than one single action that I can take. So to me, after that lunch, I literally told my husband, I'm not kidding you. I remember the ride home. I said, I'm going to write a book called the only woman in the room. And it's going to talk about women in real estate being literally the only woman in the room. And I didn't know at the time, you know, that I would bring in other authors and, you know, and, and create um, an opportunity for all of these women who I had seen, um, but not seen on the main stage kind of thing. But, you know, I've gotten to know personally, I didn't know that it would manifest that way. But what I did know is that there was definitely a need for this because if I was seeing it and, you know, there's myself and 15 other women in this room, then there are all these other women that don't even know that, you know, this is an opportunity. It's a blind spot for them. And, Mm -hmm. um, you, it's almost like you got to turn on the light for all these women. And then when you turn on the light, you've got to provide something for them to actually look at. 
And that's what I was trying to do. So to me, I really was saying to myself, in order to have the greatest impact with this book, I really need to think through how I'm going to do this. I can't just act quickly because I want the impact to be, you know, when we launch the book, I don't want the impact to be for the first month of the launch. I want the impact of this book to last years. And in, in all honesty, the highest compliment would be if it lasted decades. Because what I want to do is I want to use this as not only inspiring people who are at different points of their journey, but as I mentioned before, really elevating the women that are in the book. Because my, my whole uh, belief is that um, we are reaching out our hand and we are reaching out our hand beside us, behind us and in front of us. And there are people in front of us that are pulling us forward. There are people beside us who are pulling them all, pulling us along with them. And there are people behind us that we're pulling up to where we're at. And, you know, everyone doesn't have to have the same exact journey. You can go, you know, squiggly lines through the woods, but the whole point is we're clearing the woods and we're taking out all of the challenges that face us in front of us. So to me, to have that kind of impact, that's not something that you do overnight. That's something that you let really, um, you know, brew in your head. And I was very intentional. I wrote down, you know, the outline and what I was thinking and I was very direct too on the chapters. So it wasn't like, okay, I found 19 other amazing rock star women and I'm just going to let them write on whatever they want to write about. <laughs> I, I was very intentional in saying, okay, you know, this, from my perspective, this is, you know, these are the topics that I think would resonate with women. Um, so I had my list of topics and I said, knowing you, I think you would be, really incredible because it's not only about knowing the topic, but it's about knowing the right person to, to, you know, be the beacon for that topic, to really spearhead that topic, to educate women, to tell their story and relate to that topic. You know, I'm not going to have, you know, no offense, Liz, I'm not trying to say, but like I dress as like an expert in construction management, right? You know That's her forte. That. that would be horrible. Like, exactly. What not to do. I could do a good job with that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's really about matching the person's expertise on a lot of, on two different levels. One is you want to be able to, to tell a really good story, but two is to help that particular platform to be so that individual becomes known for being an expert at that topic, as opposed to just randomly talking about, you know, whatever topic I assigned to them. So that's kind of how the process took shape in my mind. And I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I've, I have my women, like I have my army I have the, the business plan. I have our tools that we're, you know, we need to fight this army uh, and, or fight our opponent and we're ready to go. Um, so I never knew when I sat at that table, it would take two years. I didn't know if it would take five years. I, I honestly did not have a roadmap, but what I did is I just let it organically come. And I think being, in all honesty, I think being a part of the real estate investor community has really helped me um, 
you know, narrow in that vision too, because we had such similar purposes, you know, me as a person, as an individual. And, you know, I know I didn't tell you guys about this book idea for a while, Mm -hmm. but you know, I just like, when I looked at the investor community and what your mission, vision and values are, it just aligns so perfect with this book. And it really helped me go through that brainstorming session in my head as to where I wanted the journey to end up to be. So the irony that, you know, this is all coming full circle. We met at this conference. We, you know, are pretty interesting. <laughs> writing the book together. We're so like the stars aligned in all honesty. And a lot of the members of the book are in the investor community, which makes it even more rewarding, I think, because more we're special. all on the, you know, on the same page. I love that. So, so a couple of things to, to extract from that. First thing you did when you had this inspired idea is you shared it with someone that you trusted and that you knew that wouldn't say, that's a crazy idea, right? So if you like pulled a lot of people in your world and said, I'm going to write a book, you know, a lot of people are like, what are you crazy? You know, like a lot of people might yeah, say nothing that. else to do. Yeah, exactly. Or just, you know, just shoot the idea down. So, so if you're going to share something really that you're really inspired by, you got to share with someone that trusts you that you, I'm sorry, that you trust, obviously trust you, but more importantly, that is going to um, support you and encourage you, right? Not shoot your idea down because as soon as that happens, what, what happens? We get a little, well, maybe that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, maybe they're right. It's a lot, a lot going on, you know? And then we just talk ourselves out of these like inspired ideas and some of these inspired things that are in us just die and they get quieted, right? So share it with someone that trusts you. I'm sorry, that you trust and trust you and has a mutual respect for each other that's going to support you. And, and also what you also did was really beautiful is that you just start taking action by writing. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and just write your ideas down. It doesn't mean you have to actually publish the book tomorrow or whatever the project is or whatever the inspired ideas doesn't really matter, but just write about it. I think that's really powerful too, that you did that. Um, so a couple of the women, share a couple of the women that are in the book, a couple of their, like just, you know, a couple of the topics they're going to be talking about, if, that, if, if, you, if you don't mind doing that. Absolutely. We have an incredible lineup of myself and 19 other women. Um, more importantly, the 19 other women are just, profound. Um, Obviously, both of you are co-authors in the book and your stories are incredible. Um, I'll leave it to you guys to to recap your your chapters, but we have everyone from uh, Investor Girl Britt. If you are a social media follower, obviously she has a huge following and she's a DIYer um, and she speaks all about, you know, age is just a number and, and, um, you know, uh, uh, just in terms of being motivated to start early, that you don't have to be further along in your career to start and, you know, to ignore the naysayers. um, That's a really key takeaway um, in her chapter. And then you have the flip side where you have Dr. Patricia Redhawk, the reason, you know, we all came together and met. And um, Dr. Redhawk's chapter is beautifully written and it's about her journey to real estate, which came later in her life. She actually was a physician at one point and retired um, from medical, uh, the medical field to go into real estate investing. So um, even if you're further along in your life and you want to get into real estate, age is just a number. And those two chapters are very complimentary on getting to that, driving home that point. 
We also have um, some other individuals who um, talk about, um, there's there's so many, like I'm trying to capture (laughs) each one succinctly, but um, April Crossley, April Crossley does an exceptional job talking about how you, um, uh, you know, partner up for, for capital resources and other types of partnerships and how it's almost like dating and, and being a matchmaker. And that it's a very uh, fun, um, fun chapter to read. We have Kathy Fecky, who has an incredible story. Um, her background, while um, some people may know uh, high level her background of what happened and how she stumbled into real estate through her uh, Real Wealth uh, podcast and that whole network. It was really driven from a uh, medical situation with her husband. I won't, you know, spill too many uh, details there because um, that's spoiler alert, right? Um, <laughs> but um, that's an incredible chapter about how she was able to really go far by helping the masses. I think there's two ways in which you become successful. You either do um, incredible um, action, helping someone, you know, the few, or you do more incremental action, helping the masses. And those are the two keys to success. And she chose the latter where she was helping the masses and she's been hugely successful, uh, for, for her work. Um, we have, um, uh, Mel from Mel and Dave, um, the, the infamous Canadian, uh, real estate investing couple. And Mel had an incredible story um, where she had to overcome adversity from a pretty uh, horrific car accident and how she has built up an empire working alongside her husband, um, which has been, you know, an incredible story talking about partnerships and how partnerships work, especially when you're working with your spouse. Um, we have uh, another woman named Leka, and Leka's whole story is just so fascinating because she really has flipped her career on its head. She went from um, working, I believe, at Nordstrom um, in design uh, and as a buyer uh, to all of a sudden doing residential assisted living and um, construction. So we just have a whole array of um, different in- different women investors covering all different asset classes. They have all different backgrounds. Um, Some are from the U S some immigrated to the U S some are from, some are from Canada and we have a woman from Finland. Um, So it's a very diverse group of women, all different ages, backgrounds. I mean, there is, my whole goal was to provide a book that you, someone could relate to every single person in, or to find at least one person, excuse me, to, that they could personally relate to. And I, I think that's so incredible with, with the book because when you read it, you're just like, you know, the stories are, are just, you know, so powerful that you're like, how did you move through that? Right. Cause mm-hmm. then you compare it to who your own life and you say, okay, that's what this person, that's what she went through. She created that. And I'm complaining about X, you know, or I, I get annoyed about Y, right? So it's all relative. And it's not to dismiss your own story or your own path, yeah. but, you know, it's very, very eye-opening, right? Because it's like, you know, if we all could just realize no one wakes up successful. I mean, mentally they do, right? If we're positive yeah. thinkers, but, but in terms of like 
oh, how did you create this? Well, it just didn't like everyone who says like, you know, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success because it really does. It's not overnight. There's no overnight success. And I think that's what this book does beautifully is sharing these women's raw, real, authentic, beautiful stories. And, and it gives such great tips and strategies, like hardcore, like great real estate investing, strategic. Okay, let me take away so I can actually implement my business kind of information too. So it's not just fluffy and light. And, you know, I like those kinds of books, to be perfectly honest. But this, this is amazing because it actually blends in the two, which is rare to find. Um, that's amazing. I, um, I love writing my portion. I don't know, but I'm sure Justin did as well. And um, when people write things become more real. So you're getting this, the, the glimpse of 19 women's stories that it didn't just take it off the shelf and, and insert it in the book, right? They wrote it with all this great intention. So I think that's what makes it a really beautiful project. Um, I was writing things that I had. What is on yours, Liz? You know, ours was about, ours, mine is about, <laughs> I'm always thinking in the hour, our, my, you know, I don't speak of I and my, you know, basis my personality but anyway my story um so what, what i talked about was strategic moves to build an empire and how i don't know empire is the term i got from ashley so you know i didn't call it an empire but that's what i got as my but, title but it is know. an empire this is exactly why we need a book like this though liz because I don't you know if I'd call it an empire though. But, but it is. Okay. It is. You are building an empire. You have an empire right now. And yes. I think yeah, it's women a mental needs, block. Yes. And yeah. I think women need to take ownership because if I was, you know, if we were talking about a book where I brought, you know, men in and I gave them that title, they'd be like, Yeah, strategic ways in which to yeah. build an empire and they'd own it. And then that's what I think we need to do as women. You're right. You're absolutely right. You are building an empire. A hundred percent you are. Well, thank you for the, for the, for the coaching and counsel. I know. <laughs> the, um, so, so anyway, so what I ended up doing and talking about was just like the, 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 the moves that we made along the way and the moves that I made personally around my profession and becoming in corporate and just, you know, what sacrifices we made and, and, you know, delayed gratification and, you know, why I, you know, took a social, I was in social work school. I was getting my master's and why I took a business course and the business plan I wrote in, in school was about supporting women. It was this whole master plan. Um, I was really inspired by, it was a counseling services, but it was specifically for women who were, you know, down on their luck and, and really figuring things out for themselves mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, and I just put that on the shelf, right? That was 20 years ago. So it's just interesting how full circle, right? And Jess and I come together and we're just talking about our flips and our projects. And Jess and I were working together previous to Real Estate Investor. We were doing projects together and we still do. But um, yeah, we were, you know, talking about it and then, and then morphing into connecting with Ashley and just little baby steps. And I think us being as open, being aware of this too, all of us, the, the women listening, you know, who are you surrounding yourself with? Because if they're not the people you want to actually build something with potentially, get into a community where you can. You know, um, I was on a call yesterday with an investor leader who's helping us with something. And I said, how's it going? And, and, I, and, I, and I said, I just, she was like, oh, I had a goal to do this. And I'm like, it's, she said, I had a goal to do something at the end of the summer. I said, well, how are you doing with it? She's like, I haven't really made any progress. I'm like, okay, next Sunday, I'm going to text you. How are you making out? She's like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. And then we went off on a tangent on that topic. And she's like, this has been amazing. I'm here to help you. I'm like, no, it's right. We all are going to give. We're all going to get. And I think that's what makes our community so special. 
um, because I'm still learning. The three of us are still learning about so many different things, um, but I can give something too, right? So, Absolutely. but that's anyway, that's a little bit about my chapter. So, the, so what do you talk about? I'm just thinking like the probability of the three of us to cross paths are very, were, were very little, right? I was, I was born in Brazil. I didn't know what real estate meant when I moved here. So for all the immigrant women out there that has an accent as I do, um, coming to the U.S., no family, right? I thought, what I was thinking, like change the entire country. I know nobody here. I, I can speak English, yeah, kind of, but not much, right? And I applied for a master's degree and I got approved. Oh, crap, now what? How am I going to come up with that money? How am I going to, you know, create things? And I think that when I look back at my story, and there, there's a lot of, like, um, leap of faith. I didn't have the entire plan. All I needed to focus is, like, what is the next two steps that I need to take in order to accomplish my goal? And I think that I have done this, and I share a couple of, uh, with a couple of you guys my story on the book, and, and looking back, starting very early age, when I moved out of my, my, my house, uh, not because my family was like, uh, no, I had a loving family. I just wanted to go to high school in another, another town and learn how to code, which is kind of like weird, right? But anyway, <laughs> it's serving me now, <laughs> back end. But, you know, looking back on how I took charge of things in my life, it makes total sense that I am the one running the, the projects, the construction in those areas. So besides sharing my story with you guys and really encouraging women from different countries, different backgrounds, different accents, to do not allow that as an excuse to not propel you to move forward. And I really share very specific tools about how to project management, uh, project, uh, how to manage your project without micromanaging. I always say, if you got to micromanage your project, you got the wrong people. So that's something that I don't want to share more. I just go, go read the book. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It's, yeah, it's something we're, we're super passionate about. We're so excited to have Ashley on today and just so excited to, to publish this, right? And to have this project together and this venture together. And it's just so exciting. Um, so Ashley, where can the ladies listening learn more about you and all the wonderful real estate projects you're up to? And then we'll obviously uh, give a little shout out to uh, learning more about the book and, and definitely getting a copy of it. Absolutely. You can learn more about me on badashinvestor.com or badashinvestor on Instagram. And from there, you can link off to all the relevant sites. I'm very active, as you both have mentioned, in the investor community. So you can also find me there. And then I also um, do some content for Bigger Pockets as well. And all this information you guys can find on our show notes. And you're going to also see the link for, for the book over here. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one, Ashley, you already answered this before. So let's see if it's still the same or not. Uh, what's the most transformational book you have ever read? Whew. The most trans transformational book I've ever read. Can I say our book? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, do I have to say another one? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> um, I'll say our book tied with Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> That's awesome. And I hope people say that. That will be like the yeah, stamp right? of approval, right? You know what I want to hear in the future about this book? I want people to grab it and say, what are they talking about? The only woman in the room? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. There's so many women in the room. So I don't know what they're talking about. That's like what I really want to hear in the future about our book. Um, second question is, what's the most transformational routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life? Um, I do a lot of time blocking and I also do, I, I have a very good barometer of when I need balance. So I'll go for a time where I work really, really hard. But then, you know, as I mentioned, uh, writing to me is very therapeutic and I know when I need to just tune things out. So I need, need to go ride. Um, also to, um, in <laughs> one of the things I'm really terrible about is journaling. I'm really bad at it. I am very inconsistent. I'm good for, you know, a couple weeks and then I drop off and then I go back to it. But one of my goals is having um, 52 perfect days this year, which is um, what I consider a perfect day um, is very detailed in this journal. So I want to get into it, but it involves a lot of time um, where I just have the freedom to spend with my, my family. Um, and I'm not, you know, chasing emails all day and, and doing stuff like that. So 52 was based out of the fact one day, every week, um, that it's just tuned, everything's tuned out. Um, and I track it. So, um, that's something I find very transformational because it also gives me a lot of balance and it also recharges my batteries. So when I come back to doing work, I come at it at a more refreshed mindset as opposed to a draining mindset. That's awesome. I remember when you talked to me about the perfect day. And for you guys that are listening, the perfect day is not like perfect to me. My It's different than Ashley, different than, than Liz. But I have my perfect day written down here after our conversation, because that's how I envision what a perfect day for me will be. So thanks for that, Ash. It's over I'm here. Good. I'm going to have to write mine out. That's such a great idea. I didn't even think about that. In all honesty, I just write, I want a perfect day. And at the beginning of the year, I wrote what the perfect day is. But I think, you know, the visualization, I think will probably increase my chances of having a more perfect day because I put it out there just like, you know, I put pictures of my kids and horse horses in front of me. So I, it reminds me, you know, my why all the time. That's it. That's awesome. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And the last question is, uh, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? Um, in all honesty, and I think this is probably what everyone says, but it's truly um, my mother and my grandmother on my um, father's side um, for two different reasons. One is because my my um, mom just has an unbelievable ability to balance stress pretty well and um, also multitask and um, be well-liked and well-respected. And she believes in killing people with kindness and 
Um, you know, the saying you can attract more bees with honey than vinegar. That is my mom to a T. Um, and then she also, this is her quote is don't mistake my kindness as weakness. So she just has some really good, um, you know, inspirational, um, sayings along with her actions mirror that she's been a very, um, strong woman, um, my whole upbringing. So that's heavily influenced me. And she always supported me, um, and told me that I could literally do whatever I wanted to do. They, you know, my parents never limited me by gender or by really anything. They, they were very, um, open to me learning. And I think they were very supportive of the fact that they wanted me to get further than they had gotten in life. And also to that, they taught me to be very open-minded. So even if I conflict on things, like for example, I'm vegan and they aren't, they're still very supportive of that because they realize that I've come to it by my own, um, my own path. And then my grandmother, my grandmother was a spitfire. Um, and I absolutely loved her tenacity. And, um, she was very inspirational because she went through more hardship than I, I've, I've never come in contact with anyone who's gone through more hardship. And yet she was just so tough and she didn't, um, you would not know that if you had met her, she was still so kind and she wasn't tainted by any of the hardship. She was just someone who was able to handle it with such grace and, um, you know, dignity. And I think that, really showed me how to be a very strong woman and a matriarch of a family. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, want to meet your mom and your grandmother. <laughs> um, Ashley, thank you so, so much for being on today's show. Such a thank special you. show as we launch this amazing, amazing book. Uh, go out and get this book. It will it'll inspire you. It will teach you. You'll, you'll laugh. You'll cry, right? All, all the things considered. So thank you for being on. Thank you for being part of our team. Thank you for being you and, and really birthing this book. So we really um, just so appreciate you. Thank you so much again for having me. Thank you so much for publishing the book. Thank you so much for being a part of the book. There's so many things I can thank you both for. So thank you again for the opportunity. I think that um, we really are empowering a lot of women by doing this book, not only the authors, but the people who are reading the book. And I also think too, that there's a lot to be gained, even if you're not a woman and you're um, inspired to pick up the book for whatever reason, this is not gender specific education or inspiration. This is applicable to everyone. Um, so regardless of who you are, where you come from, it doesn't matter. I think you should give the book a chance and, and, and read it. Yes. And this is not the first, and this is not going to be the last, it's the first, but it's not going to be the last one. <laughs> so we have, we have more coming up uh, on our uh, publishing uh, journey here. So this is just the first step and we're looking to highlight other, other stories, other themes. So I'm just like super pumped about it. Ashley, you have done a phenomenal job with this book. I am in love with the book. I am like so biased, but listen, you've got, you got to read this book. It's just not just, it's inspirational and you will get the knowledge, specific action for you to take it. So it's just like a must have. 
it is. So thank you so much, Ashley, for everything you have done. Thank you. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate both of you. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.